Hey, Owen. Hey, Mark. Now we're that's, on. That's it. We're in. Awesome. After several attempts. All right. I'm going to re- record this uh, episode uh, via remote. Putting against my second attempt with uh, Mark Stone, one of very successful um, real estate sales agents operating in the Western Sydney area. And there's a few reasons I want to do this. Um, I want to tell his story. And also, this is an awesome opportunity to catch him up in, over this audio recording. Mark is somebody I know. It's almost like a blast in the past. When we were young kids, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my memory of you, bud, was like, we're both walking the Royal Hotel Runway because as a young boys and, you know, still chasing girls, didn't know what, what we want to do for our life. Yes. Right? 20 years later, you married, you have two kids. Uh, I remarried. And I have an 18 year old son. So how about that? Yeah, it's un- unbelievable. Eh? Who would have guessed? <laughs> um, what I want to do really is tell your story, but also through this conversation, want to learn a few things from you and also like tell your story. And this is probably given an opportunity for, for the listeners or your potential prospect or your existing customer to learn a bit more about you on the personal side yes also learn a bit more about you from the professional side right no problems and, uh, it's a just an easy conversation what i i've done a little bit of research buddy i mean even we know way back when we we're kids but you know but we're almost like a strangers it's your boys haven't changed but uh we you know i i don't really know a lot about you for the last 20 years but this is what i did uh from my perspective right i share yeah. that with you sure I googled four keywords, Mark Stone Real Estate. Yes. And uh, I don't know how the investment has been made, whether the company you're working with, whether yourself, or whether the social media or SEO you did. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff about you came on the first page, buddy. Oh, wow. Yeah, hopefully all good things. Mate, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I, I came up, I almost read all of them, that there's a 48 reviews right. on ratemyagent.com.au. Yes. And your average 4.8, I think it's probably a couple of vendors been a little bit harsh on you, but like a, you're, you're literally, you're, you're the five-star star star. Yeah, not bad, eh? <laughs> and uh, you know, the other thing I was very fascinated about is uh, you probably have a far more content than I could find anywhere else. On your very successful Facebook page, right? Yes. Um, I don't know how that uh, videos has been recorded. They were done very professionally, and I feel like I want to buy one of your property because they look. Well, sure I guess that's like the. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's the whole point of the video, right? Man, you looks like a movie star. Uh, <laughs> just the way you presented, just your tone, the the posture. Then I can see that there's literally there's a commenting like a oh, good looking man. You know, it's like, wow, mate, I pick it up a bit gray hair here and there, but like, because <laughs> I remember you as a as a young boy back in the days, right? Yeah, that's right. So, mate, and then then there's a various um, you know reviews from domain open agent. You've definitely been around um, around the trap and are very successful. You know, I come across stats like how many meals you've done in the last 12 months, and average, um, you know, about what, 41 days? I don't know how accurate those data are, but like, yeah. it, definitely you move properties fast, buddy. 
Yeah, I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, the, the properties move. Uh, there's, there's a lot of factors why properties move faster than others, but I'm sure we're going to get into that. Mm. Well, what I want to learn is you wasn't into any real estate stuff from when we met in the pub and uh, working as young boys in the in the bars, right? Yes. Uh, when and how you get into the this industry? What happened? Yeah, I think um, what happened was after the hospitality industry, I got I was given an opportunity to start uh, with a finance group that they were doing. Uh, not only they were doing mortgages, but they were helping clients with negative gearing and helping them secure properties that would help with their you know wealth creation and negative gearing and. You know, help reduce mortgage. So, I was given an opportunity to start in that segment. Not, I was not doing home loans or loans. I was just meeting customers to show process of negative gearing, which involved buying property. So, I actually didn't show people property. My my job was to sh- just to sell the concept of. If, if you've got equity in your principal residence, by buying an investment property, you can help reduce your principal loan by half, as an example. So <clears throat> after doing that for some quite, quite some time, I actually realized that I actually was not interested in the numbers and the finance and the wealth creation. I was interested in the actual property transactions itself because I got to speak to the homeowners about their home and you know how they built equity in their home and I was like you know what I don't like the finance and the numbers I like this part the mum and dads um, and the buying of selling of homes that's the interaction with a normal human being right correct nothing <laughs> not nothing to do with numbers and finance I just I was never really interested in that part and because I remember we get on really well because we love to chat. We chat all the time, right? Right. I think it's a, it's in the blood. Now, how long took you to be a full agent? Was it easy journey for you or was it very challenging? What was that like? Look, the, um, as a lot of people will know, the entry into real estate is very easy. <clears throat> um, all you have to do is just get a certificate. Um, but in my case... As I started exploring the real estate options uh, through my contacts and referrals and friends, I was given an opportunity to talk to a principal of a large franchise organization um, in which he basically gave me a start. Uh, after I've told, you know, I told them I was working for a finance group, um, he gave me a start. Um, and at the time, at the start, it was very for me, it was difficult because I didn't actually understand what I was doing. Um, my first initial role was to just take buyer inquiries and show them property. And during that time, I, I pretty much got on-the-job training was first show customers three or four properties and they will decide themselves which one they want. Um, in which then I got a senior agent. Uh, once I identified the buyer had an interest in a particular property, 
I would make a time with a senior agent to negotiate prices. So realistically, I was a glorified taxi driver at the start, but wow. I, I got to sit in, in in those negotiations and in which then I, I started understanding dialogue, scripts and dialogues. How do you get a purchaser to pay the most amount of money possible? As we know, as, as everyone knows, we work for the vendor. So we try to extract the highest possible offer and, and sitting in the rooms, in the negotiations with, there was at the time there were three listing agents and I just learned so much when a buyer was telling the agent that's all they could pay. After 15 minutes, they were paying 20 grand more. And, wow. and nothing, nothing beats practical training. When you hear it, when you see it, when you feel it, because you just can't, you can't read about this. You can't YouTube it. You've got to be in the moment looking at the buyer's eyes when they're saying, no, I don't want to pay more to, you know what? I don't want to lose this property. I'll pay more. So yeah, for me, that was the best job experience, like on the job training that money could ever, like you just can't buy that. And I, sorry. I totally agree. And I, I, I think you, you, pick it up so much that practical experience and have your own conclusion adapting to your own style yeah 100% and as I said I was very fortunate to work with three um, senior agents who not only did we, we get along very well but they were happy to share their thoughts share their experiences talk about the emotional uh, background of why buyers buy and why sellers sell um, and, you know, instead of, you know, it's not like you're buying a car where they can go buy it from 10 other dealerships. This is the only house. Um, and it just learning to ask deeper questions like, why do you want this house? And, you know, get into the emotional buying of it, which then you can extract more money. How do you build relationship with vendors um i mean you're the natural connector from the, from the past i know like you can do that naturally but i'm i'm, I'm asking for for the audience to listen to the podcast it's like you know fast forward this many years later you're a lot more experienced so you, yes. you've been doing this for a much longer time yes um qualify the vendor understand the insights from both sides buyers and sellers it's one thing but this is one of the the most pricey investment in most individuals of life, course right? how do you build that have that connection that build that relation to gain that trust yep. able to match that perception so i guess look i'll talk about two parts i'll talk about number one my strengths my strengths, as you as we discussed before, is my ability to build uh, quick rapport with with people in general. Yeah. Um, I've I've always been a likable sort of person. Um, that has always been my key strengths, especially when an owner. You'll notice in real estate when you run an open home, 
twenty or thirty percent of the attendees are actually sellers doing research. So not only are they researching、uh, this property could be similar to theirs, so they want to get an idea on price, but they're also they're secretly interviewing agents. So that's always been my key strength. When people come through my open home, I pretty much I can identify very quickly that they're actually not buying; they're actually researching.、Um, in which then, I guess people, because of I can get that quick rapport with people, it's very easy for them to open up to me and me open up to them, because getting to know me. And me getting to know them, there's nothing. I make it like there's no obligation. By talking to me, I'm not going to come and sign you up. We're here to chat. My advice is free. In fact, I'm actually free until your property sells. So that automatically that takes the barriers down when people are doing their research on which agent they use.、Um, I know from my colleagues in the paths. Once they sniff an owner selling, they're all over them like white on rice. Like asking them a thousand questions when they're ready to sell.、Um, you know, how many agents have you seen? I always take the different approach, going, you know, asking them why they're thinking of selling, where are they moving to,、um, you know, just. Working on the the reasons why they're selling, as opposed to reasons why they should sell with me. That has been always my key strength on why people choose me to sell their home, or to go back to the first point, why people even invite me to come and see their home to give them a price.、Um, secondly, the The thing that gets you into homes and why people will invite you is they see track record. They see that you sold a home down the the road.、Um, you've obviously got a decent. Yes. Are you there?、Um, sorry, yeah, sorry.、Um, what I no, what I like to、uh, touch on, I think. Out of most of your forty-eight reviews,、yes. right, validate what you're saying by able to build a report. But I think people sometimes forget about what you actually did is by offering value with no obligation.、Yes. You're not expecting anything in return. You're not showing. Okay, I just want to do a quick transaction to make some、yes. bucks. I mean, you, the resident, live in the local、yes. area. They're your people, right? They're your tribe. So you're willing to help. If you can help them to achieve what they want to do, great. If not, at least you giving a helping hand. Yes.、Uh, and people not stupid. When they feel that that's really real and sincere, and that that's easy to build the trust, and they can trust you, yes. right? I think you've been doing that really well because I'm going through your reviews, and it's been. Repeatedly mentioned over and over and over, and and like you said, it's all about track record, right? With this day and age, and what you can sell,、uh, what you can achieve, it's all black and white online. It's all going to be there. It's all. It's all. We we have pages there for product review, but we have pages there for review for humans. Yeah, that's lot, right. right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and but.、Uh, 
I also love your tip about understand how to prospect in that subtly by identify you know who they are even in the different circumstances and rather than just showing okay I'm on I'm self orientedly I'm just prospecting yeah that's right so in showing you willing to help and that's uh, that's that's I think and that's just reflect on your your personality I mean I did a quick research I want to touch on something not so much relevant to real estate but kind of show who you are and uh, it coming across to me this the project Glenn and Josh did before oh yes last year tell me a bit about it man because I saw that little video I saw you um, get into your off your uh, professional gear wearing singlets and hat and moving furniture yeah um, how, how did that came about and what how did you get involved look it was in a look it was spread around the community that um, these two people these two gentlemen were sleeping out of their car um, and obviously the spread the word spread to our office um, in which then we put me and uh, I guess the whole office put an initiative together going how can we as, as an, a, a local real estate agent how can we help people in this community um, so a couple of things we went and met with them and, and, and essentially what we did was just create a GoFundMe page on Facebook their situation um, in which then we we raised money we got the we've got some we got the interest of television in which the project uh, got on board with it um, but what we did was just it was local awareness and we only targeted to local people um, in which then we raised funds so they can get got they we, to get into a rental property so I guess it's just, it was all about, wasn't so much me as an individual agent, it was about the organization I was with, giving something back to the community. Because obviously that, that office did really well uh, financially from that community. So we're just giving back something, which is really, it was our time. Mm. We gave our time, um, you know, we, you know, we used a bit of muscles that I never, I hadn't used for a while, <laughs> but... But it was just more that the initiative was let's give something back, um, and as as can be seen, it was it was very well received by the community, and um, in which then yeah the project saw it fit to be on their show. Mm. I, I think it's it's showing a different side of the person you are. I mean, the there's a misperception. I mean, even other buyers and sellers in the market or general general public, right? They they see a real estate agent dress up nice and driving nice cars thinking, all right, they just sales guys yeah. kind of make yes. a big buck, right? But without understanding they only way they can be successful, they have to generally care about the community. They have to live and breathe in the community and understand what's going on and to and the true intentions helping people. Yes. And um, you you, you need to be successful. You need to make money, but but, but why? We all have family to go to. We got wife and kids to go to. Um, I think, it, you know, good karma. When when you became dad, this is, I relate to my own experience. It's it's changed our life. Yes. You know, we we want to do the nice. We want to contribute because we know 
and our family will need it when a time comes, right? So <laughs> what good things you do is all like, you know, more good karma we've banked away, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, as I said, you know, this real estate industry, every salesperson, you know, they've got their own... Um, They've, they've got their own why in terms of why they're in real estate. Um, they've got, you know, some are driven heavily by money and that's okay, man. Like it's, you know, it's, and whether they give their time to charity or do something for free, I don't know. But as I said, every salesperson, whether it be real estate or just sales, everyone's got their own agendas on what they're doing in that industry. Is it just to make money? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, so as I said, mine's always been about, um, I've never been a high volume agent. I've always been, I'd rather quality. Um, I, and, and I've always operated with the philosophy of, I want to work with people that want to work with me. I've, you know, maybe in my younger days, every dollar possible. But as I matured and sold more houses and, you know, sold some properties under some pretty stressful situations, e.g. divorces, deaths. Um, you start learning going, it's some, yes, it's about the money. We make an income from this and we it's, you know, support my livelihood. But you realize that selling a property is a huge issue. It's a big deal for people. Um, yes. And, and you actually can change a little bit of their outcome in their life. Um, the outcome so, have a direct impact to their life, right? Yeah. I mean, when I say outcome, I'm not talking about money, right? Because really, you know, 20 or 30 grand is probably not going to change the outcome of someone's life, but it's the way the, the home was sold, how the process, was it stressful? Was it, do you know what I mean? Did the agent keep me informed? Did the agent lie to me at the start just to get my business? That's the outcome I talk about, you know what I mean? And, and believe me, I lose a lot of business for telling people too much truth in meaning, you know, I don't, I, I try never to inflate the price just to get the business mm. because you can't sell it, you know what I mean? And, and that's what I talk about the outcome. Sometimes I've sold properties for a far less than we, me and the owners have what we thought we would get. But because the customer saw the process, it, it, they weren't disappointed because we start, the plan was executed and this is the result it achieved. Mm. So that's what I said. Like, it's just about that customer experience, Yeah. which, which for me, if a customer has a great experience, regardless of the result, for me, I had a great experience as well. Mm. All right. I'm going to stop you a second. I want to summarize something. Then I'm going to ask you some questions to gain some more insights here. Right. I went through all your reviews, right. In a summary, it's three key things came up to me. Very, very stand out. So this is your vendors, your previous customer says about you. Three things, yeah? Yep. Everyone says about how professional you are, conduct yourself the whole time. I mean, yeah, I can see that from the video. For you to explain that, to kind of validate that. The other thing is the tenacity. Um, there's, there, there's a review saying people 
gave it up. You didn't. And stressful situation. Then eventually yes. the pos- you deliver the positive outcome, and they could not believe it, right? And the third thing is very, very important. I find is、um, the people like people don't,、um, and you keep them informed all the time, right? We're going to run out of time very soon, so I want you to give me some insight. How do you make this happen, man? Very consistent. What's your secret? I think with customers. Yeah. How do you? How do you can how can you deliver that all I, the time? Okay, so this is the key thing which I tell. We've got a number of junior associate agents in my office now.、Um, there's, in fact, there's like six of them, under the age of twenty four years old, right? So they're very green, but they're very enthusiastic, and they've probably learned more technically than I did when I was that age, entering into the market because of technology, right? We、yes. didn't have, we didn't really use computers back in two thousand and two. Long story short, what I tell these junior associate agents and my personal assistant, in、uh, for that matter, is treat people how you would like to be treated as a customer. It's all business, right? And they give me this strange look, and I say, when I go, when I was buying properties myself. It's amazing how many agents never return my call, never. Or when, in particular, I made an offer on a property, they sold it and they never called me to ask me if I wanted to increase my offer. So for me as a buyer, I felt pretty crap, right?、Mm. But but more importantly, the agent actually costs that customer, his client, money. By not calling me because I might have paid ten or twenty grand more. So, if you have that feeling in mind, you know how to work for your owner. Does that make、right. sense? Like, makes sense. And and so when when I talk about communication, keeping customers informed, that's exactly what I mean. When sellers are selling. Like I've sold a number of my own properties, and a couple of them I didn't even represent. I got another agent to sell it within my organisation, just to keep keep an arm's length away. Even as an agent myself, I was still, if the agent didn't tell me in 24 hours what happened, I was already getting anxious. And that's me being in the game. So you imagine a first-time seller. You have the first open home on Saturday. Saturday, the open home is at eleven o'clock, and the agent doesn't call you till five thirty p.m. Saturday. They've been they've been a nervous wreck for six hours. So, what I do to combat that is straight after the open home, send the owner a quick text message to say, "Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith,、uh, we had seven groups through the open. Two groups showed interest. The rest just looking." I'll give you a call at five thirty. That's it, awesome, man. Mate, it's such a simple thing、mm. because it, number one, it, it, two things. It keeps them informed. They know that you're gonna call at five thirty, so therefore、yeah. they're not anxious anymore. They can go do whatever they do and not worry. They know how many people came through the open home, so they're not guessing, and they know that there's two potential customers. Two. Not fifteen, two. That just settles their nerve, 
And what it does for you is you fit, you've done your job for the day. You've kept the customer informed. In the afternoon when you finish your open homes, you call the buyers back who came through the opens. They'll give you some more detailed feedback in which then you can you can fully furnish the custom your seller with everything they need to know. So, I guess in a very very long story short, what I tell these junior agents is don't be that agent that everyone talks about, that shitty agent who never returns phone calls, who promises the world and delivers an atlas. If you're going to say something to your customer, you've got to do it. Mm. That you know, that's the old saying is you want to overwhelm people, not underwhelm them. And that's a that's like I I don't make promises ever that I can't keep. I think you summarized that extremely well and I really thank for your time. I know how valuable you are. I mean, took me a week to chase you down for this <laughs> recording, but I, I would like to encourage you to continue to do this with me in the next year. Have your own channel. I think there will add a lot of value to the community in your area. Yes. Um, so looking forward to the next year. Continue on this. Absolutely. Have awesome Christmas. Yes, Merry um, Christmas, Happy New Year. We're going to catch up another time, dude. Uh, Thanks, I'll, mate. I'll, I'll definitely love to do it. Cheers. All right, Bye. take care. Bye-bye.